And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Naz, I don't know what film you were watching, but it wasn't <laughs> the same film I saw. I'm all the man you need, bro. Yeah, I was, I was pretty shocked and appalled. Uh, so I'll bring the duct tape. It wasn't a very good movie. I laughed at it more than I laughed at The Possession. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, Season 10, Episode 23, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, beside me, we have a man who wakes to do just enough to make sure he can sleep again. It's Mike, the McDonough. McDonough. <laughs> also beside me, I have a lady who says, if you make fun of Donald Trump's hair, there'll be hell to pay. Oh, I like that. It's showing a oh, show, show up. You get it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Way homer. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's worse you're getting, Steve. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still got to top the Bechtel's opener for <laughs> me know, once. True. And in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer. A man who still lives in hope that he can get down to a weight where people don't immediately think he's a movie review podcaster. It's Mark, <laughs> superhero, Leonard. This week, we'll be discussing a movie in the shape of the nice guys and some TV in the form of Clever Man. And Julian Fellows presents Dr. Thorne. Of course, we'll have the usuals with the news and some previews and come to a bicycle near you. So how are we doing? Fantastic, Steve. So, I'm just back from holidays. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've got an anecdote for us? I've got a little, little anecdote, a little, little story to tell. Yeah. We're, my time were you away. in Canada, eh? <laughs> I was not. I was in the land of uh, baguettes and oh, okay. lovemaking right, and yeah. cigarettes. That, that would be Quebec oh. then. <laughs> I was going to say Germany. I, I was going to say Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> No, so I went on holiday to France, and I know you guys missed me very much, and I appreciate all of the slagging. Yeah. Uh, I'm here once again to ensure everybody is politically correct and inclusive in their discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm delighted yeah. that you're going to do that. Yeah, no, we've been, you know? we've been good. We've been good. <laughs> Have you now? Yeah, apart from last week and yeah. the week before. But we've, we've been good. <laughs> good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... I went away on a holiday. We pl- we booked a Did trip you? to France. Yes, because okay. okay. I thought, you know, let's go enjoy some sun. Yeah, you know, yeah. living in Ireland, it's it's not always oh, yeah. it's not always mm. that hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a cold country. Yeah. Is it just me, or are we browner than you are now? It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it rains a lot here. Typically, it's grey and overcast. And I thought, where better to go than the south of France, mm. where the sun shines, the sky is blue, people are half naked. They speak French. There's cheese and wine and pastry. Sounds like Lidl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but further away and more expensive. Oh, okay. You weren't camping in the car park. Like, no. okay. <laughs> I went to the next town yeah, for yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. little séjour, if you will. I, I'm going to get that euro out of the trolley if it <laughs> yeah. kills me. <laughs> so, uh... It was cold the whole time. I heard there were floods. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm getting texts and pictures of fucking Ireland yeah, like having the summer we've never had in the 10 years I've lived here. It's like, what the hell? So um, I got to buy a fleece because it was cold and windy. Mm-hmm. We had a few storms. Mm-hmm. Mostly it was just cold and windy and overcast. Mm-hmm. There was two days where it was really, really sunny. Mm-hmm. Uh Mostly I was cold. And then I got to come home to this gorgeous weather. And what? isn't it fantastic? When, when are you going away again? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I missed you too. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> we'll, we'll get a kitty together. No plans as of yet. <laughs> no, no, I just want to get the barbecues yeah. out and stuff, you know, just in advance. Uh, actually, while you were gone, I gave Steve an old barbecue and I yep. went out and bought a new one for myself. 
And normally that would be enough to jinx the weather, except for the fact that my leaving the country was a jinx superior to your jinx. Mm-hmm. So you got the weather. I believe yeah. tomorrow is going to be the hottest day, yes. I heard that because mm-hmm. it's leaving cert day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Leaving cert starts tomorrow. God, love yep. them. Yeah. Yeah, young lads front and center. Should we say a prayer for me? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing on Facebook that I didn't understand because it's an Irish, and it said, may your something something always be something. But the joke is that it's the please read carefully thing at the top of the leaving cert exam in Irish. However okay. you say that, it translated to, like, may your please read always be carefully. All right. <laughs> Apparently it's funny if you speak Irish, ah. <laughs> whereas I'm just butchering the retelling yeah, yeah, yeah. of the story. Yeah. Uh, and I'm too old to remember what was on the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what have you guys been doing in the sunshine while I've been gone? I used to be in Latin back then. Other you? than I'm assuming crying into the corner and missing me terribly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I've been mostly working on my tan, you know. Mm. You yeah, know, you're looking lovely. Your hair is very suave. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I... I uh, Landed back in Ireland, and Mike was waiting at the airport for me with a sign saying "Welcome back." Yeah. And <laughs> just wanted to catch me yeah. up on everything that was going on. Yeah, I appreciated that, Mike. Ever. That was I'm really nice. We're besties, you know. That's what we do. You know, <laughs> the tuxedo and the hair gel was a bit much, but I always appreciate the effort. <laughs> so, speaking of France, mm-hmm. Versailles. Oh, you look serious, Versailles, Mike. Oh. Oh, the one you watch business for the boobs. That's right, yeah. yeah what's yeah. that? New BBC show. Yeah. It's about uh, Louis the Fourteenth. Oh. Debauchery. The best of the Louis, I oh, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had the best crack until he lost the head. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he... Um, or was the 16th? I, I get mixed up with them. There's so many fucking I'm not going to correct you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. It's one of them. Yeah. I believe this one is the guy who brought uh, wigs into fashion. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I was watching, I thinking, is this before Toupé? or after Wigs got it? Oh, <laughs> Wigs got popular. So I did actually look it up. Oh yeah, and yeah of course he, he would. He was the dude. Was he? Yeah. Oh, so wow. the the show starts with him not having a wig. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure by the last episode he's going to have a, just a fantastic wig. Mike, when you watch stuff, are you to historical inaccuracies as I am to grammatical mistakes? It it can hurt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. unless there's a enough naked flesh to kind of make it all right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's acceptable. So, you know, you've got to weigh your pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to be as Mark would contend a seven plus or would you accept any nudity? I, I'm pretty, uh, pretty accepting in, my <laughs> <laughs> in that regard. You know, I, I think, you know, fair play. Get, get it out there. You apply like the B movie uh, scale yeah, exactly, to nakedity. Yeah. Yeah, it's a films. solid one. Yeah. Good effort. You know? <laughs> so it was Louis the, Louis the 14th. Yeah. Although it started by Louis the 13th. Mm-hmm. And then Louis that the 14th. was Fort- his dad. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he spent 17 years building it 67,000 square meters mm-hmm. and as I remember he spent something like 80% of GDP every year for it's, 17 years on it it's ridiculous it's <laughs> shocking yeah, yeah. it's absolutely uh, hen- hence there's a bit of a revolution <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. not just him like he's mm. like you kind of expect him to be OTT yeah. but his brother is in it yeah and uh I did some calculations. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin the first. <laughs> so we, it, everything was in francs or whatever. Mm. Uh, so I did some conversions to make out what it was. So Louis the Fourteenth is given out to his brother about his shoe bill. Right. <laughs> It's my kind of man. After I'd worked it out, I thought, you know, you're being a bit unfair. You know, he's just buying a few shoes. Everybody's got an inner Imelda, like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
but after the conversion, it worked out at five million pounds. Jesus, <laughs> spent on shoes. Like that's obviously year. not with inflation. That's, <laughs> that's five million back then. Well, that would be now's money. Oh, okay. Uh, well, five million dollars. Okay. On shoes, um, for one season. That's okay. It's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was obviously the done thing to be pretty extravagant, um, but it, it kind of it kind of drew me in just the sheer scale of everything. You know, he's uh, oh yeah, he's talking to his gardener. He yeah. used to be a soldier, mm-hmm. and uh, he's only got uh, one arm. Yeah, and he says, uh, "What happened to your arm?" And he said, uh, "I used to be a soldier. I left it on the battlefield." She said, oh, that was careless. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, was it Marie Antoinette? Mm-hmm. What was it? Was the missus? Uh, What's her name? Yeah, I think it's Marie yeah, Antoinette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And she had the, <laughs> she she wanted to, you know, sort of get down at the people and mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. she had a little farm on the grounds, mm-hmm. but all the animals are all like perfumed and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. <didn't> smell. Yeah. <laughs> very important. Have you ever so. been there? To Versailles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah. It it defies belief that yeah. somebody could ever afford that. I know, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, even even when I lived in Paris, I never went to Versailles. You're lazy, you're lazy I know. It was 20 yeah. minutes on terrible. the train. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. a terrible person. Yeah. I did learn yeah. about its history. Apparently... Too busy watching movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, the gardens were built um, to be a trompe d'oeil mm-hmm. so that they... They either look like they go on forever or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're planted at a certain angle, mm-hmm. so that it tricks you into thinking it's bigger. Awful or clever oh. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean it's hard to trick you into believing something that big could be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and yet. So anyway, yeah. was it a good show? <laughs> it's actually quite a good show. And is it being? Is it like a history of, or is it a drama that's based on, or a little little bit of both? Mm-hmm. Like it's. <laughs> It's not really focused on, you know, like it's not kind of zeroing in on the lead up to the revolution or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's it's literally about his vision for what this was going to be. Oh, it's about the the making of. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. That so it's like a seventeen-year drama. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and the you know everything else that's going on in society is you know it's alluded to. Yeah. Um, so you know what's going on around. And every time it just shocks you, like, just how big he's thinking, you know? But there's lots of um, soliloquies about the nature of beauty and glory and mm. the honor of France and all this kind of stuff. Mm. It's, it's quite, it, it's kind of poetic, like, in, in certain ways. Mm. Um, so there's a, a there's a great balance in this. It has, you know, the the amazing wealth and the, the history and all that. It has really nice... <laughs> Really nice language, um, and and interactions between people, and any, is, is it in English? Yes. Okay. And anytime you know there's a lull in conversation or something, they, they just get naked and go at it. <laughs> it's it's more or less a perfect series. <laughs> that is a good way to kill awkward silences in conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I'll slip a, I'll slip a nip now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What else are we gonna yeah. do? So I, I I take it that you've downloaded the whole. A series then at yeah. the stage of <laughs> I'm, I'm actually getting uh, screenshots printed out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wallpaper <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very nice. so uh, thriller filler ah, yeah thriller all the way <laughs> <laughs> why did I think it could be anything different yeah. um, speaking of actually yeah. Steve have you seen more of um, the girlfriend experience 
I haven't. I haven't got back to it. No, because they ruined it for me at the end of it. Oh, that's right. I'm 13 episodes in right now. I don't know how many there are in the season, but I'm I'm a good chunk in. Okay. As it were keeping it up with you? I like Hmm. it. Okay. But I don't know what's going to happen, though, Hmm. so it hasn't been spoiled for me yet. God damn it, I wish I hadn't seen that yet because yeah. it looks really good. So you're saying it's good to stick with it. Anyway. I liked it, yeah. yeah. Like I still yeah. find that the acting is good and the storyline's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, that's like you. Uh, you see, I, see, I can't even give an example of an equivalent. I was going to say Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, like season one. Okay, Shona, uh, you saw the Danish girl? Yeah, I finally saw it on behalf of the on behalf of the team. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome, everybody. You took one for the team, huh? You took Perfect. one for the team. Thanks for yeah. doing that, Sean. Well, except <laughs> I've been waiting for months to watch it, but let's pretend it was a sacrifice on behalf of the team. Mm-hmm. If it gets me a beer or something the next yeah. time we go out. <laughs> so I've been waiting to watch it. Mm. It's on... Um, I'd say a plethora mm. of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is the one where... Um, it was a really emotional journey through one person's search for their identity. Yes. In turn of the century, Denmark. Yes. Against a society that just didn't understand them. No, there, was, there wasn't actually a whole lot of like prejudice against it. Okay. Well, that wasn't shown in the film anyways. Right, it wasn't right. really the basis of it. Okay. But yeah, that's the gist. Okay. Was Dustin Hoffman in? No. Oh. No, it was Eddie Redmayne and Alicia Vikander, uh-huh. who are in a relationship. They're both painters. <clears throat> and then she gets him to try on one of the costumes that one of her subjects is wearing, like a ballerina or something like that. Mm. So he has to put on the stockings and the shoes because she has to finish painting the feet of this painting that she's Ah, working on. But then then she needs the dress to sit properly over the ankle, so she makes him put the dress on. And Mm. as he's holding it, you know, you see him, he's kind of just touching the fabric and Mm. having a transformative (laughs) experience. You can't laugh at it. It's a very emotional (laughs) moment. Is it, Um, oh, well, this is you. (laughs) She let me touch her fabric. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is nice. Teenage boys say that all the time. <laughs> so something awakens in him, mm. and then um, something stirs. Something stirs. <laughs> so you see him like kind of sexually. The next time she's undressing, he's watching her, and she thinks it's all about her, but actually mm. he's just watching, kind of the enjoying the femininity. Let's say the of fabric. how fabric feels like <laughs> silk sliding off the skin yeah. and the whole bit. And then um, next time they have sex, he, she finds that he's wearing one of her under garments Mm -hmm. and uh thus begins his um journey i suppose into Mm -hmm. dressing and living as a woman named lily and Mm -hmm. the um impact that has on their marriage they end up going to paris because she gets she paints her husband um whose name is ira iron it's eddie (laughs) (laughs) you just told us Um, yes yeah yeah (laughs) she einar einar that's it she paints him as Lily, and then she ends up um, selling a lot of those paintings, and she has a big exhibition in Paris, mm-hmm. so they move to Paris. Uh, and it's a bit more open-minded there anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we get to see his um, journey, Mike, mm-hmm. um, while he feels he needs to be true to himself and explore this need that he has. Like, he tries to suppress it and just be Einar, but then he's kind of secretly running and dressing up even to himself and mm-hmm. meeting these men who are interested in him. And uh, it has an impact, obviously, on their marriage. Um, <clears throat> and they love each other so much, it's really clear in the film. But he also just doesn't know how to go back to being Einar once he becomes Lily. Um, oh, so, so he... he's transvestite. Well, Why was that not clear, Steve? No, he's no, sorry. I always, no, I always thought uh, that it was, it was more. It is more. That's the thing. Like he, oh. Einar was one of the first um, people to undergo sexual reassignment surgery. Oh, I so see, it's see, kind see, of building see, to his surgery. No, he's he's um wants to 
be a woman. You know, he believes he was mm. born in the wrong body or she mm. believes she was mm. born in the wrong body. Anyways, um, I was okay. doing some research afterwards and it turns out that some of the things that weren't in the movie that also weren't in the book that this is based on is that um, his wife also, did she go on and have lesbian relationships? So it, he identified as a woman. She was kind of gay. So that might explain why maybe their marriage continued to be strong even after Einar began living as Lily. But that's she not was the movie like, at all. This is the okay. best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> they both finally get what they really want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was actually it was a really okay. t- it was a really touching film. Yeah. Um, I think Eddie Redmayne's performance. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the laugh on Mark's face there. <laughs> um, Eddie Redmayne and Alicia Vikander's performance was incredible. Mm. Um, what else did I really like about it? I thought Eddie Redmayne did a good job, especially in the beginning when he's kind of first making his first forays into dressing as a woman, kind of capturing some of the experiences that women have in terms of like going to a party. And his first thought is like, am I, am I beautiful enough to be here? And feeling self-conscious about the gaze of men on him and uh, loving the feeling of fabrics on his skin and the shyness and the, uh, he just, I think he did a really nice job and you kind of sees him following women around and trying to like point at things delicately the way that they point. And, um, Ah, oh, it was just, I think, you know, you can see the study that went into it. The film did receive a lot of controversy because it didn't have a cisgender woman portraying Lily. Oh, God. Uh. So that was a thing. Um, but yeah, I love the film. And because I've rented it, I have it for a week, so I've watched it twice. Ah. Mm. Oh, okay. Holy hell, you watched it twice. So, out of ten? I was wondering when the, LG- Nine? the LGBT objections would start coming in. Yep, that happened already. Yeah, because if you think back to some probably less direct representations of transgender people, there's always been quite the furor. Mm. So I'm I'm not not at all surprised. Yeah, well, especially considering that this film is about kind of one of the, um, I suppose, one of the most prominent or well-known people in the transgender community and that the transgender community is feeling that maybe that they should have been represented in the film by someone who was transgender, but... Not um, like when Christopher Reeve didn't get the part Denzel Washington got in The Bone Collector. Explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, he becomes paralyzed from the waist down, from the oh, neck down. Oh. Oh, and Christopher Reeve apparently auditioned for it. Really? Hmm. And he's like, he had, at that stage, he had like 15 years of experience at being that. Mm. Apparently Denzel was um, a better fit. Hmm. Mm. I see, didn't know about that. Mm. Yeah. Hollywood has a long history. I don't know, was this a Hollywood movie, Shona? Is what a Hollywood movie? The Danish Girl? Danish Girl, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it made in Hollywood? Oh, I don't know if it was made in Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just carry on my generalization as if it's true. <laughs> so Hollywood has a long history with casting better actors who are possibly less suited to the role or mm. less familiar with it. Well, I do think Eddie Redmayne did a fantastic job. I mean, he. it must have been very difficult, I think, to kind of embody someone so different from yourself but you can see he's uh fearless i think in in playing a man who who feels like he was born a woman and becoming that woman i mean that's got to take a lot of courage to kind of stand there in a slip and then have sex with your wife and portray it to be this emotionally satisfying revealing experience for some people it's not that much effort i'm just saying it's got to open your mind a bit shona yeah yeah. that's that's i'm quite quite surprised (laughs) quite surprised actually that's quite topical this week there was uh, quite a furore in alaska because the state high school athletics championships Mm -hmm. uh a transgender 
male yeah. was kicking the crap out of the females. Um, yeah. And there was quite a lot of objection given well, the uh, genetic advantage. That happened in MMA as well. And it, uh, yeah, and it's yeah. been discussed yeah. at length on mm. Joe Rogan's show. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. And he's completely like, you know, there's no fucking way he should be allowed. You know, um, he's got thicker bones. He's got a bigger structure. Yeah. He, you know, muscular percentage. He's always yeah, going to be. Yeah. He's always going to have an advantage. Yeah. I see, do you mean she, someone who identifies as female but was born male? Born male, it's, now it's female, identifies and as fighting female. in a female league. Yeah, yeah. Where you know, you're always there's going to be advantages even in speed, yeah. reactions, reflexes, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You know, hunter gatherer shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think it'll probably be a discussion that's going to continue. Yeah. Um, especially in athletics for that reason. Yeah. We're seeing it now happen in kind of general society in terms of bathrooms, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, there's that thing going on uh, at the in moment America, in, in the US. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of giving out about that because um, uh, it was uh, Gary Johnson that used the former governor of New Mexico. He was, he was saying that uh, a lot of the schools are giving 11 cents and a dollar to mm-hmm. go and make these changes. But those changes cost 15 cents on the dollar, yeah. and they don't realize. Right. And this year's thing is uh, transgender bathrooms. So, yeah. Um, but so uh, see, we'll see more of this discussion in sports. For yeah, sure. well, for sure. Especially in, especially in stuff like combat, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and uh, I mean, for when you think about it, that person, up until they, they had the reassignment, they've had a shitload more testosterone in their. Well, isn't that part of like even like Olympic, years, Olympic you know? athletes so. have to have testing, and part of that is. I no, but natural like, testosterone production. No, I know that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they would have, um, I don't know what they'd call the tests, but like they would check your chromosomes because wasn't there like a runner who oh, had done really oh, yeah. well? South African, and yeah, she South African. she was born intersex mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. And maybe she wasn't aware, yeah. or there was something yeah. kind of where her gender would be maybe closer to, I don't know, intersex or yeah, something yeah. that that caused a result in some mm. hormone test that mm. they did to say mm. should she be allowed to run and she's like well I'm a woman I've God, I've forgotten her name now yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. there was anyways I, I know what you mean there'd be a physical I mean there's a reason that men and women are separated in the same mm. competitions but, and what mm. happens with gen- inter- or transgender or we could just have unisex competitions and the girls could finish last all the time <laughs> Oh my God, Mike! Oh, Mike, I'm so my proud of you. God, Mike, I'm so proud of you. You're sitting way too close to Shona to be saying shit like that. Oh, look, she missed me so much. She missed me. <laughs> Mark, tell us about American Grit. What's the update? I've no update this week. I what? watched uh, Dawn Dawn Patrol. Did I talk about that one yet? No. Um, Dawn Patrol wasn't the most epic. I'm afraid. Okay. Um, the key like the hook to this week's episode or to, to that week, I think that's a couple of weeks old now, was that John Cena was going to get them up very early and shout at them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. So, unless that thrilled you to your very core, yeah. it, was, it wasn't yeah. ideal. Um, I can't actually remember what the uh, evolution was. Oh, I do remember actually. Um, and it was a good one. They had to walk down steps and then over steps and then pick up a sandbag and come back. Wow. And it was just the worst leg workout you've ever seen in your life. Oh, really? Yeah, was so it, bad. Was it the same and sandbag for everybody? Like some of those people are much bigger weight. than other people. And have they yeah. ever tried doing squats holding a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Ten percent of their body such weight. A great, <laughs> okay. a great episode. <clears throat> um, and then whoever drops the baby first rings the bell. <laughs> <laughs> One of you will ring out. One of you will leave the competition. One of you will injure an infant. 
But I know we got our usual dose of John Cena's sincerity as he talked to people about anyone related to them that had anything unfortunate be- yeah. befall yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. The Oprah and, talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, to build for it. Mm-hmm. And then one of the uh, cadre made a very clever decision. He put the weak link of his team back into the circus when it wasn't really her turn. Oh. And like when it, when I when I saw him doing it, I never thought you would do that. That's so the smart move because in the challenge they would have creamed everybody else, but for her dead weight dragging them down. Ah, uh, baggage. Yeah, she was just baggage in the last couple of challenges. Like it got to the stage where they were running holding a hand of hers each to try and drag her along. And like, it's not her fault. She's just not as fit as the rest of them. Yeah. But if she wasn't there, oh, imagine yeah. the speed that they could do stuff at. All right. But so that's what the coach then he thought. He said, hopefully, like, if she gets knocked out, great. Dead if she gone. stays in, great. But did you know? she have a better story than the rest of them? <laughs> no, see, we, we heard it like two how weeks mu- ago. How much did she really want it? <laughs> did, did she <laughs> cry <laughs> enough to John Cena in the woods? But like it, all they ask is all you've got. She just didn't have it. <laughs> did she get ambulanced? No. No, but you know what? I was watching it going, she should totally pass out now. She should <laughs> fake faint. Because like in a leg challenge, eventually you just have to stop moving. Like yeah, you yeah. know, so like the quit is really hardcore. Like when I was going one of these and like there was no way the lads were gonna do it. The uh, Was there an epic face plant? No, she just stopped. She said, I can't go on. And like, and I thought that was perfectly reasonable um, because she, she couldn't. Like, her legs were burning. They went for like 40 minutes or something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But they always go for so long. And then if you win the circus, you get three, two minutes off. <laughs> so like, what, what the hell does that matter? Yeah, like, yeah, there's, been yeah. a couple, there's been one very short challenge where they only lasted like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But that was the only one where two minutes of a rest was a decent percentage. You know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's just, it's just interesting. It's, I'm, it's so up my street. It's not even funny. I love it, like. <laughs> um, but it's, it's. Far I gathered from, that from the weekly updates. It's far from high cinema, like. But Speak- I, I've been watching. I've been watching the. Sorry, Mike. You wanted to get in there on American Grit. Uh, no, I was just going to say. Speaking of up my street reality TV shows, somebody put the rap game <laughs> on the list this week and then took it off after I had watched it. <laughs> <laughs> The rap game yeah. is... Uh, I don't know who would da- do that, Mike. No, they they sound highly unprofessional. Yeah. Shock, shocked and appalled. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm not working with That person should get their shit together. <laughs> Sounds totally like someone I'm not interested in. Go on. So this is an, o- <laughs> this is an old-ass show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not new, to be clear, uh, and not suitable for reviewing in this podcast. Yeah. Um, about a bunch of young YouTube rap stars who yeah, yeah. want to be big, mm-hmm. so they get brought in in a similar sort of a setup to American Grit. Oh, and force fed. Yeah. So they get bigger. And yeah. yeah. I know. But they're they're for, they're force fed with bling. Oh, so right. So eventually they start right. to shine from the inside out. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, it's it's the standard formula um, of all these reality yeah. shows. You know, pick a bunch of obnoxious people. Yeah. Uh, in this case, uh, they're they're all supported by their families. Yeah. All their families recognize them as their meal ticket for the next 50 years. Which I have to say, <laughs> oh, I right. found really yeah. distressing yeah. Yeah. when I was watching the bit of the show that I watched. Because, nah. like, all the parents were, it wasn't even like, you know, we're here, we're, we're spending mm. all of our, our money on, you know, Haley to yeah. be a rap star. Yeah. They're just like, we've remortgaged our house for Haley's success. And if yeah. Ms. Rapalot doesn't get rich, <laughs> yeah. then we're all going to live homeless. Like, it, oh, God. it was really, really? intense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no fucking wow. pressure now. I know I'm only eight they were years just, old. That's <laughs> it. They, the parents were just flat out yeah. our hopes 
and dreams oh. and money and house are riding on your oh, success. God. And why do all their parents have to be their managers? Yeah. So why don't you get somebody who knows their Because they're all doing. crap, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, in fairness, some of them seem quite talented. I mean, yeah. rap isn't my thing. I'm not really yeah, yeah. placed to judge. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't get Merle Haggard like this, mm. <laughs> these guys will do the job. I thought MC was your middle name, Mike. So, yeah, it was, it was really appalling. You know, um, both from an ent- entertainment point of view and a social services point of view. You know, it's just like. Did you just fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to the end of the season to see who wins? Uh, no, I couldn't actually even bear to think of who won. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. There's um, bound to be an ambulance or two there along the way, isn't there? Ah, uh, yeah. One yeah. of these, yeah. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're all very precious, you know. Mm. But th- there was one, one guy I thought might have the makings of, you know, he may not win this show but he may become a normal human being afterwards. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, part of the thing, they were given a task uh, as part of the training to do uh, what they called uh, menial work. Yeah. So there's like... Peeling potatoes until your fingers Peeling bleed. and whatever. And they were all yeah. like, what? Hang on, I'm famous. I've got six million views on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh the, there was one of the guys actually saw it for what it was and actually went for it. And all the others were like, oh, this is beneath me. <laughs> so I have some hope for that guy in the future. You know, whether or not he becomes a star, he'll at least be able to get a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, to the person who made me watch this show, there will be payback. I bet whoever that person might be <laughs> thinks that you deserve every bit of misery <laughs> that that person could inflict on you because maybe you say things that are highly offensive to that person and that person has to find things that make aggressive, <laughs> albeit passive ways to oh, she, seek she, revenge and she, make you suffer. Up, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which... Don't bring my wrath down <laughs> on you, Steve. Um, you know what I saw during the week that I hadn't heard of before? That? My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Have What's you seen that? What's that? No. It's a girl. What's her name? It sounds um, like a great reality TV show that I need to watch. Oh, you, no. you, 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 you just have it's to Prince see Harry in it. Whitney Thor is her name. Uh, someone who says she was diagnosed with polycystic, polycystic ovarian syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Peace which sauce. is common enough. It is. I have it. Yeah, exactly. But you didn't go to three hundred and eighty pounds in a year. Three seventy nine. <laughs> 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 Damn it! Uh, but uh, yeah, so. She was a dancer, and she decides to go back dancing and stuff. Right oh, I see. That's, that show's called, clip? like, Whitney Goes Dancing or something. something yeah, I've heard it under so a different she, title she, or She something. starts doing the... She goes right. to dance class and so on, mm-hmm. and but all enthusiastic and overly enthusiastic, and about five minutes in, she's sitting down at the side, ashen-faced. Mm-hmm. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. And then five minutes later, she's like, yeah, she goes to stand up and just dump straight onto mm-hmm. the floor, passes out. Jeez. Completely... You know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, hyperventilated. Yeah. Um, I'd say semi-panic attack, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way she was breathing. But um, mm-hmm. it's it's all about her doing these things that she used to do. And they're following her around with a camera, knowing that only disaster can strike, you know. Uh, you is know. She, like, is she trying to lose weight? Or is she trying to, like, reconnect she, she with the person she seem, was? Yeah, or what's trying the to point? reconnect because she was, a, like, a 20-year-old dancer of some yeah. sort. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. so... Um, but... She's absolutely in no condition for uh, continuing to do that kind of. Uh, How do you even stand up when you're 380 pounds? It's it's interesting. I think it's uh, I don't know. It's like ballast or something. Yeah. You know. Uh, you, you know. Yeah. I, I guess it's it's just 
the way she's kind of shaped, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah, like if you try to pick up 200 now, pounds worth of suitcases and carry I, them, you know. I'm not entertained mm. by this at all. And I don't think it's funny at all. And I, I think it's yeah. ridiculous that, you know. Is this, but is this show American? Are, it's American. Yeah. Because yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Americans will put anything on television. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's like a, it's, it's a disgrace, really. Mm. I mean, they're, they're, I see it as taking advantage of someone, mm. you know, really. You know, it's oh. car crash TV. You oh. know that something's going to, you know, it's, it's just, it's horrible, horrible stuff. You'd be um, better off watching dog fighting or something. But actually, apart from all that, mm. yeah, apart from the whole premise and stuff, mm. she's a bit of a dick. Uh, more than a bit of a dick mm. yeah. the kind of person you tune in to watch yeah you know if, say it was something called Mike's Big Fat Fabulous Life right? <laughs> <laughs> and he was a bit of a dick yeah. you'd tune in just see you know if he'd fall over and hit his head or <laughs> something see, bad yeah something bad happened to him <laughs> but in this case it's kind of sad yeah. you know it's, it's, it's yeah yeah it's really sad um, I don't know I don't, don't don't go near it anyway don't encourage it is it the kind of thing that's on television so that people watch it to feel better about themselves is that the uh, point I, of the show do you think I, I, I think it's I don't know I, uh, I'd i say on on one level it might be appealing to some people to see uh, you know oh look she's getting out there an inspiration and dance, and so dance on, like no one's watching blah, 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 TV blah. yeah 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 that kind of thing and on another level it's car crash TV yeah, yeah. Um, I mean for you know, people out there who might enjoy watching the suffering of others, would it have any uh, any redeeming factors? <laughs> who enjoy watching the suffering of others? <laughs> <laughs> they would absolutely love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was that. Um, what else did we see this week? Um, I know there was something. Oh, Gamora's back. I've been. Oh, sorry, Mark. Oh, Mark's been very patient. Who's right, this I'm new Mark that waits in turn? I tried. Good. Well, can I just Two minutes. Say, right? <laughs> while Shonen was away, yeah. we weren't ashamed of our sexismness. <laughs> I hear that. And I'm sure you've listened to the podcast and you're probably going, who are these assholes? They're <laughs> always so well behaved when I'm on the show. Do you know what's funny, Mark? Before uh, before we started recording, I was saying to Steve, I got to listen to the first bit of last week's episode. I haven't heard the week before that and I haven't finished last week's episode. And so I got to hear you and Sean discussing X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, Sean. Mark, and then I got to hear your review of Warcraft, which I thought was really great. And I was like, oh, I'm going to text Mark and tell him how good his Warcraft review is. And I'm like, no, I'll, I'll tell him tonight when I see him that it was, it was just really interesting for someone who never played the games, how good the review was. I'm like, yeah, no, it was a good episode. But I'm going to not say that now because apparently I'm going to be disgusted by all of you. So <laughs> Many times. I'm going to have to finish my homework yeah. and then uh, come back and chastise you all next week. Oh. You just caught up. On it. Did you hear our discussion of the F rating? No, oh, that was the week before last. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was two weeks back. Okay, th- you don't need I to think, listen. To no, it. I figured that that was in the last, ep- the first episode that I missed because mm-hmm. last week, Mark, you asked Sean about its F rating, and I was like, I don't know what this F rating is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, is- you can catch up now. You can <laughs> catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no big deal. And if anyone's uh, listening and wonders here. what it is, you can catch up too. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, should I just say goodbye to you all now, and this yeah. is the end of our yeah, friendship? Yeah. Well, <laughs> more or less. Yeah, well, just kind of treat think, it as your last. No, I think you knew though. I think you joined the Isabel Bicycle Studio with your eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> you like, knew that when we got married. It's here, third paragraph in the prenup. You you came in eyes wide open. You knew what I was like. <laughs> you were like a, you're a feminist double agent. You said you're going to come in here and explain to us about the Bechdel test and make us care 
care about it <laughs> and destroy our sexism from the inside. That's what you're <laughs> I'm a vigilante, uh, am I? Actually, so speaking... I've been watching... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'll let Mark go. He's been patient. He's been patient. <laughs> go on, Mark. You know, what, I, what I actually started to talk about, but then I realized that I hadn't mentioned the fact that Shona implicitly censors what we say, um, <laughs> is that uh, uh, I've been watching The Detour. You might remember we reviewed it, uh, must be five or six weeks ago, I'm not sure. Um, it's the oh, show yeah. about mm. the family that are supposed to fly down to Fort Lauderdale for a conference, but the dad gets fired. Oh, mm. yeah. Sto- family stole a product. Mm. Yeah, and they have to drive instead because he's on watch this now. Yeah. Um, it is really smart. It is really? just so smart. Mm. Um, they, they've had so many zany adventures that are plausible. And this is the best thing about it. So ridiculous stuff happens. It's at times in an order of magnitude similar to Chevy Chase, um, the National Lampoon Foundation. But the difference is that it never goes over into slapstick because the scenarios they create from step to step are believable. And then at some point they pull the rug out and you go, oh, that's what's going on. And it's just so funny. Um, They had a kind of one episode in the same location. So sorry, two episodes in the same location episode four and five the b&b and the wedding and uh it was really funny they had to go to a doctor because they ate some bad seafood i have a question for all of you actually to see how learned and pc you all are mm-hmm. oh no imagine that there's an asian person wearing a suit of armor okay that has a weakness or vulnerability in it if i asked you to go for the weakness or vulnerability in his armor what's another word for that Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not going to say it, but we're following you. You are going to say it. I'm not. The, where? The uh, gap? Not the gap. <laughs> I know what he's asking me. I know what he's asking me. I'm not going for it. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. The gap in the armor is our collective response. It's totally over my head. <laughs> what he's trying to get us to say is the chink in the armor. Ah, okay. Uh, right. I so, could have sat there for 20 minutes and not got that. <laughs> this is it, because to me, immediately... When he said it, I went, well, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You know? But to other people, it's not. They go, well, the hole. You should aim for the hole. <laughs> and then, then your man is going, dude, you're such a racist. <laughs> that was brilliant. Because he, he, comes, he comes back yeah. the following day to apologize to this guy. And your man said, look, I never should have called you a racist. As soon as I call you a racist, it's a whole different discussion. And then your man gets sick on him. <laughs> right. It's very good. But anyway, um, I thoroughly recommend it. It's very funny and it's clever. And they're... What they're doing with the characters is really smart. So, mm. big thumbs up. What the thrillers that we gave it when we reviewed it, those of us that did, um, I think are well deserved. Mm. Cool. Speaking of Mark's recommendations, mm-hmm. ba- based on his stellar review of Warcraft last week, mm-hmm. I went out and saw it. Ooh, oh, did what you? did you think? Brilliant. <sighs> I've seen this film lambasted in other reviews, so I'm curious to know what you think. Mike, Mike wasn't a Warcraft player now, were you? No, I've never no. played the game. Okay. Um, so the first 40 minutes is basically uh, a nerdgasm. You know, look at the armor. Yeah. <laughs> look open at the magic. The, open the portal. Yeah. <laughs> were the wizards casting spells as cool yeah, as Mark said? Yeah, and mm-hmm. there was all kinds of like flowy magic stuff coming yeah. out of hands and green heads and, and blue lights out your eyes yeah there's, there's good <laughs> magic is blue and bad magic is green yeah and when they mix the green seems to take over i don't know if that's a physics thing or it goes a bit white yeah yeah <laughs> um so 
Yeah, there wasn't a lot happened in the first 40 minutes, uh-huh. which kind of got me mm. a little annoyed. Mm. And you know what happens when Mike gets annoyed? Mm. He starts picking holes in mm-hmm. things. Yeah, that's never a good sign. Mm. Um, and my major, major problem with this movie was that it's... It did it did it not pass the Bechdel test and you were upset by the portrayal of women in this film? Precisely, Sean. I thought so. <laughs> yeah. It's not what your text I to me said. I can tell by Mike. your eyes. <laughs> no, for me... Mike's this... text to me, it was asking me... Cartoon boobies. No. <laughs> Do orc vaginas have tusks as well? <laughs> Why would they have tusks? Because vag- like... they have tusks everywhere else. <laughs> right, but like, yeah. was like evolutionarily, yeah. that's got to be well. counterproductive. You know, no, but I she... know, you could ask your lions. There that's was a... Se- there a, was a, that's a, a big thing, isn't there? There was a potential Aren't sexual... It? interaction in the movie and she she calmly informed her potential human mate that he wouldn't survive the experience <laughs> ah, okay but that's because so, it's like it's my question yeah just get, get really rough yeah yeah um rougher than you normally pay for and, <laughs> <laughs> and mike knows the going rate that, <laughs> we'll talk about that later Mark. Uh, that's right you're safe safe for it is mbop safe for it is keep going yeah. <laughs> um, but no my primary problem with this is it's probably a an example of the downfall of western civilization Oh. In its current manifestation, oh, right. is the I thought in- that was you. <laughs> is, it, is it a political and economic evaluation of our it current is. society? It is. Oh wow! Cle- cleverly disguised as a movie about a computer game. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> in in modern movies and and probably lo- lots of other uh, mm-hmm. things like literature. Mm-hmm. Is that an air quote? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an intense need in, in Western society to try and understand the other side. Mm-hmm. There can't be just pure evil anymore. So yeah. we've got to, you know, have a character on the other side who we can identify with, right. who will, you know, act in place to put forward the point of view of the opposing side. Mm. And this, you know, you see this all over the place. And it just annoys me, you know, Especially when you're dealing with orcs. <laughs> you know, there's no excuse for liking orcs. Yeah. I think Mark painted a pretty good picture last week of humanizing them and kind of making the battle a bit more interesting because there's shades of grey. It's not interesting. Orcs are there to be annihilated. Look, Mike, just because <laughs> they're, they're different. They're a player character race in World of Warcraft, Mike. <laughs> Mike, in Warcraft, you can play as an orc. Mm-hmm. They have strength bonuses and stuff. Oh. Do you think orcs are a fucking game? Strength bonuses, Mike. (laughs) They can wear bigger armor and use two-handed weapons with less penalties. Yeah. But is that any reason reason to try and humanize them? Yes, because they're people in this game. No, this is the the enemy. For the world to be authentic... Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, hear the lamentations of their women. Actually, (laughs) Mike, they they wouldn't be enemies if you were one of them, would, would they? If I was one of them, yeah. I wouldn't care. Because yeah. I'd be out there to destroy the humans. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't give a shit about so the humans. So you picked sides at the start, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds I, like you uh, enjoyed this too much, Mike. I've I've read <laughs> I've read a great deal of Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> Wait, Mike, so does this mean that if during the zombie apocalypse, yeah. I do get bitten by a zombie, yeah, and you, I may be partially zombie by the time uh-huh. I get here? Yeah, yeah. 
Are we not friends anymore? Probably not, Shona. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. You what are you guys? T- yeah. Talking about? I'll I'll say some nice I'd words probably, after, like you after the best I put a bullet in your head. head. What oh if I'm going to be like a super nice zombie though? <laughs> <laughs> what if I bring wine? <laughs> Wasn't there a boyfriend zombie movie recently? No, I zombie. <laughs> yeah, it was I zombie. You know, oh, the one no, who's that, the, the, the Nic- one. The Nicholas Holt one. Becomes oh, more yeah, and more yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, there was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, maybe yeah. I'll be You're him. thinking of the mortician zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might yeah. be likable zombie Can- girl. I doubt it. I might be. You're so not even likable as a human. Before we get onto that, <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, Mark, for Warcraft, uh, I I really struggled five-ish. Five-ish, really. Yeah, yeah. God, I have to see this now. <laughs> I and I still I can't believe that's more than is it Sean gave X-Men the apocalypse that's right Yeah, I'm still and more than he gave it's it's nearly triple what he, Sean gave um, Batman vs. Superman mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah his reviews are scathing this year yeah so Gamora's back <laughs> <laughs> Gamora as we know was a fantastic movie originally Fantastic. It's all about uh, Napoli and all the mafia dudes in there and kind of streets. It's not unlike um, Romanzo Criminale. Mm-hmm. When I hear um, Gamora, I always think of um, Zoe Saldana's character in Star Trek. All right, do yeah. The green woman. Oh, yeah. Is Gamora. Okay. So that's probably I think all right, okay. it's not about that. <laughs> um, so then they had a TV series and uh, season one went down very well. And so they've made season two and it's even more brutaler. And uh Is it brutal tastic? Oh brutal tastic is right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh jeez, the killings in it. Uh-huh. But um yeah, it's a really, really good mafia mm-hmm. streets yeah. kind of uh series. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh-huh. And the fact it's in Italian adds a little bit too, you know, it's just uh-huh. a bit of authentic- authenticity. Yeah. You know, so it's great. Has it got a like a a super godfather kind of thing? Oh no, he's gone. No, not a chance. Episode yeah. two, I think, in season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's no holes barred in this. It's oh. great. It's great. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd love Actually, it. Pierce Brosnan's doing something like that fairly soon. Is he now? Yeah, it's um, Eli McCulloch. He's going to be uh, a new Irish American mafia. Oh yeah. Kind of series thing. Set. Uh, set in Temple Bar. Uh, no, no I, I think it's Boston. <laughs> Boston. Um, oh, I right. think it's called the Sun or something like oh, that. Yeah. It'll be out sometime in the next year. All right. Cool. But, what uh, era? Hmm? What era? Uh, I think it's modern. All right. Yeah. But oh, I, cool. I think he'd be great as an evil bastard. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's great as yeah. uh, uh, yeah. the evil dude. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It has to be. It has to be old because the the hook is as a kid he was kidnapped by Comanches. And, what? Uh, when he returns to like white society. He has absorbed their way of doing business, and he applies that to his criminal empire. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's like in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> 1870s, maybe. <laughs> 1770. Okay. Um, UFC 199. I wanted to bring this up. Sorry, Shona. Probably Probably straight to Facebook. Shows <laughs> yeah. It was unreal, wasn't it? I brilliant, mean, brilliant Early show. prelims, the prelims, the main card, all fantastic fights. It was just brilliant. It was the best show I've seen. That first brilliant. fight yeah. in the early prelims was amazing. Yeah. yeah. These two guys hammered each other so much in the first round that they had nothing left. Then they did it again for another round, and then even less left. And then <laughs> in the third round, they did it again, and one of them collapsed, and the other guy won. Was that uh, Kim uh, versus Ray's? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Unbelievable. Jeez, your man came as some chin. He just kept coming forward and kept getting blasted mm-hmm. and just kept there's, walking there's forward. A, there's a like, couple of high nothing. points that you have to mention yeah. UFC 19. Major spoilers coming for anyone that hasn't seen the show yet, yeah. but it's it's um I, I don't think there's probably too many in that category yeah. that would be interested. Um Hector Lombard, and, Dan Henderson. That I was trying to think of Hector's name. Yeah. What a great fight. Wow. Oh my god. Dan Henderson was pretty much asleep while standing. Yeah. And then Hector Lumbert hit him that one time too many that woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he came back. He came the back wake to the beast. Win. It was yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Like. Yeah. Um, and, what about the, the, what do you call it, uh, Bisping and um, Rockhold? I'm interested in your opinion on this. He's good. He's good. You can't, you, you have to give it up to the guy. I would never have picked Bisping as a winner in that fight no. in a million years. No. Not in a million years. No, me neither. Um, the only, I think, like, Mike Bisping is undoubtedly deserving of a title shot and has been for a while. I'm glad that ah. he got it. Yeah, well, how long is he fighting now? Like 13 years or something? He's he's a long time yeah, in yeah. it, like. Yeah. Um, but when you look at them, when you break down that fight, you've got all the power is not on his side. Yeah. Yeah. And then that he wins by a KO. Unbelievable. Yeah. You never could have predicted that, but that's no. that's the fight game, you know? Yeah. Took the fight in seventeen days notice. Unreal. Like he's a real fighter, Bisping. You yeah. know? Like you look at look at all these guys that say, Oh no, I need a full training camp or no, this isn't right, that isn't right. He just says, mm. Fight for the title, hell yeah, I'm in. I don't care. Yeah. He said it in a speech as well. He said, Two weeks, two days, two hours, two minutes, I'll always say yes. Yeah, like, yeah, I believe yeah. that he would. Um I still don't like the guy at all. But he's brilliant for selling tickets. He knows how to push a fight so well. And yeah. it's a pity that that fight wasn't built to begin with because it would have made it into so much bigger an event. Yeah. Um, but we, we really have to talk about, was it Max Holloway? Yeah. Oh, my God. That guy's good now, isn't he? He's always yeah. been brilliant. Like, he's always, I know McGregor beat him, but uh, he's still, like, he's he was only, a winning he's only streak since that. He's only, yeah, exactly. He's only 24 or something, you know. Hmm. Fantastic. He, he, in the third round after, a fight that he'd been winning from the start. Uh, Lamas started basically intimating that, you know, there was no power left and he wasn't feeling it and telling him, come on, if you're able. Yeah. And Holloway just points to the ground and says, yeah. I'm going to stand here yeah. and let's go. And then he does <laughs> he for does. no reason because the fight won if he kept moving. Like, exactly. He planted his feet and swung as hard as he was able and let Lamas swing back at him. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was just, it's, Joe Rogan said it was one of the, his greatest moments he'd ever seen in a exactly, fight. And I'm yeah. there with him. It yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah, that's a that's a, going to be re-shown and re-shown, I'm sure, yeah, many times. Sure, yeah. Um, what about uh, Alex Casares uh, with Cole Miller? You know, he took the the fight in like ten days' notice. The guy with the afro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's There's some really tremendous performances in that unreal. Career. I wasn't a huge fan of Cruz and Faber. No. Bit I, one-sided. I, yeah. I, I just thought, yeah, it's grand. Um, actually, another great one was uh, Bobby Green and Dustin Poirier. That was a great fight. Yeah, it was actually. Mm. Um, Bobby Green is a bit of an animal. He is. Like yeah, he's so yeah. strong, you'd wonder yeah. how anyone could actually stand to him. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen one nine now, now that we've ruined it all, um, <laughs> still worth no, watching. It's still There's worth so many watching. Moments there. Definitely is. Yeah. Um, tell us about the Flash. What you've, you were watching the Flash this week? So the Flash is fast, right? Mm-hmm. He's fast. Really, and then really fast, yeah. The villain, I'm not going to spoil anything here, right? Mm-hmm. The villain for this series has been Zoom, 
who's really, really fast. Mm-hmm. The, fa- the last episode in the, in the season is called The Race of His Life. Mm-hmm. They decide to have a fucking race. Ah, oh, Jesus. And I was just going, lads, come on. Like, really? Come on. Yeah. Like, a race doesn't decide anything except who's faster. Is it like orienteering? I, I don't want, like, that's the name of the episode. It's yeah. it's teased in the previous episode, so yeah, I, I haven't okay, spoiled okay, anything okay. yet. I don't yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and watch it. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad episode. Mm. I was just disappointed with the setup. I'm kind of sorry Sean's not on now. I'm sure he has a view on this as well. Yeah. But, like, you can do more with that. One of my bugbears for superhero movies is where they use their powers like dumbasses. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you have a superhero power, it's part of you. You use yeah. it, like, with as much, you know, in as many different ways as you do every other part of your body, right? Yeah. Like you can make a fist with your hand, you can also like sew or yeah. knit. Yeah. You you would be like that with your superhero power. So when two superheroes stand opposite each other and blast each other and one of them falls down, it's idiocy. Nobody mm. does that. Mm. Except possibly Max Holloway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that whole idea of the race is for that reason just gives me a bit of a sticks in my craw a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good season on the main though. Good season on the main. Cool. Um, okay. So let's start. <laughs> I can't believe we're actually this far in and we haven't this actually reviewed This happened a couple of weeks ago. Anything. We were like talking for an hour and a half. And went, oh, shit. Yeah, we better review yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. First four movies. The Nice Guys. Who's going to talk about that? Do you want to tell us about it, Mike? Synops? Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Gladiator Man. Uh, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Thank you very much. And basically, uh, Ryan Gosling is a uh, down-his-luck private investigator. Mm-hmm. And Russell Crowe is a kind of a heavy. And they get involved in the death of a porn star. Mm-hmm. And So they're both PIs. Well, Russell Crowe is he's stretching it to be a PI. He's he's more of hired muscle. Okay. Yeah, he he goes around and beats people up when necessary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. if there's any investigating to be done, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> in the teeth scattered across the floor, he'll, yeah, yeah. he'll take care of that too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they it seems like a simple case. You just gotta find out what happened to your one, and then it turns out that there was a lady working with her. And they have to go and find her. But then it turns out there's other people looking for her. Mm. And then it turns out there was other people working with the girl that's been looking for. And Sorry, what was that? There's other people working right. for okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who were working with them on this uh, porn shoot or whatever. Okay. Um but it wasn't any other porn shoot. This is a political porn shoot. Oh. You know, which is uh, I have to say new in my experience. <laughs> 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 And it, it turns out there's layer upon layer upon layer of people trying to uh, a cover things up and b smash people who know stuff about stuff that should be covered up. Ah, and uh, poor old Ryan and Russell are kind of spend most of the movie trying to catch up <laughs> with, with all the shit that's going on around them, um, which they do so in quite a funny way. Hmm. Um, I noticed the tagline is "nice pair." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I have an anecdote about this. <laughs> oh, Kim Basinger's in to speak with a nice person. She is. <laughs> <laughs> well, just saying, barely. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. So. I, I once had a t-shirt with a picture of a pear on it. Uh-huh. 
Oh, God. Not realizing the trouble that was going to get me into. <laughs> and I was walking down the street in Toronto. I was actually home visiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy from across the street uh, yells at me, nice pair. <laughs> and I lose it on him. I'm like, you're my are you yelling at me? And, yeah, and he just he crosses the street as I'm yelling at him. And then he just points at my T-shirt and he's like, I meant your T-shirt. <laughs> so I threw that T-shirt away. Uh, at least you didn't wear it to school. It would have been really oh, bad. Well, no, I was a grown-up. Like, this was like five years ago. <laughs> it's like I wasn't in school. I bought this T-shirt as an adult with all of my faculties. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Some of my sartorial choices have much to be desired. <laughs> What's that? Oh. Love you long time. Oh man! Uh, I can't believe they're not divorced yet. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, so Mark, the nice guys. You saw this too. I saw this as well, Mike. I really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Nice Guys because the main question the film is asking is, are Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling's characters nice people? It's a question that they ask themselves all the time and it's a question that they ask the surrounding cast at various times. Um, There's an incredible amount of grey. So Ryan Gosling plays an incredibly unscrupulous private detective who takes money when he shouldn't and tends to not really care who he's taking it from. Russell Crowe takes money from people to essentially intimidate or beat other people up. Mm-hmm. He likes to do it in, I guess, uh, if you can be altruistic about something that you're being paid for, he does it at least with what he believes are good intentions. Mm-hmm. But it still creates a great bit, great bit of conflict in his, his worldview and on of his, his self-image, I guess. Wow. So they're trying to work all this out with the cast of characters around them while they're also trying to solve the mystery that you've just described, the unravel the layers. Um, and it's in a backdrop of a city that is, itse- is itself very grey. The, the police are good, the police are bad, who knows? Um, it's, it's the same everywhere they go. Like the, the bartenders, some of them are on the take, some of them aren't. It's, it's just, I think it's, it's, it's very well put together. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a couple of weeks ago about Preacher, Mm-hmm. Where when it started off, I wasn't clear on what the the year was, yeah, because it looked really retro from the outset, and then we gradually kind of learned it's not re- fully rooted in a set time, but it's more modern. This wants us to know from the get go when <laughs> when it's set exactly. Mm-hmm. There's pink neon everywhere, and you've got that boonch boonch guitar going on over wow, everything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All of that wah-wah guitar and all that stuff. So I think they paint the picture of, was it the 70s? 77. 60s? 77. 77, yeah. That's right, 77 it starts. Um, they paint that picture of the late 70s really, really well. Um, and I enjoyed that setting quite a lot. I, do, I was trying to remember if I'd seen Ryan Gosling in a pure comedic role. He's been in comedies oh. and rom-coms, but usually as a straight guy. Yeah, yeah. His first television show was called Breaker High. It was a Canadian TV show about kids um, who go to school on a boat. And Ryan Gosling was the funny man on that TV show. Okay, so it has some form on it. Because this, yes. is, this is the first time I've seen him 
like try and be out and out funny. Yeah, his character yeah. was like the slapstick, okay, hilarious yeah. guy slash yeah. romancer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. the boat because yeah. there's definitely a slapsticky kind of feel to this. You know, it's um, there is. Yeah, it's very good. Like Russell Crowe is really good as the as the the heavy kind of enforcer kind of guy. <laughs> I thought he prepared he portrayed that that character. Mm-hmm soft side and vulnerability really well mm. given that his his profession was hammering lads for money <laughs> but he, he doesn't um, just hammer lads he, he absolutely mangles them you know it's, somebody is quite shocking oh, like, somebody is like particularly the story where he was a hero once like I'll, I'll leave that for people to discover <laughs> as they watch the show but that was just ridiculous uh, and then you have Ryan Gosling like he you know when you play a sap stick I, I talked about this when I, when I was mentioning the detour you have to be careful that you don't go so far into it that you become unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like nobody actually thinks Ron Burgundy is a real newsman. Um, so I probably offended millions saying that now. <laughs> but with 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 Gosling, I thought he did that really well. He did, he was quite a bordering on slapstick um, role, but you felt for him at the same time. You're going like I was the whole time watching the screen, going, "Look at Ryan, stop being such a fuck up." <laughs> um, and I had a lot of empathy too because the way they brought out his backstory and what's led him to where he is now. Mm-hmm. All of that was quite cohesive as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a really, really good film. Really enjoyable film. Uh, I, I did kind of like the way they sort of subverted their their kind of built-up screen personas. Like Brian Gosling has this sort of sex symbol thing going on. And they del- deliberately gave him unfortunate facial hair <laughs> to, to just wipe that out. So you're you're kind of leaving that to one side, and now now let's see where the comedy goes. Okay. Uh, and uh, Russell Crowe, like he has the whole gladiator thing going on, but they have him kind of overweight and introspective. Mm. But yet he still does so really. The, it's, like, it's like they're playing things. against character, like what you'd expect from exactly. Them, yeah, yeah. Well, you you would in the modern day, but mm. in the seventies though, him being overweight and having a beer belly didn't matter. If you think mm. back to F is for Family. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that cartoon show yeah. at the start of the year? Yeah, yeah Bill Burr's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, t- the TV show, the cop TV show they watched had a beer-bellied guy as the lead. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was just another bit that, that was from the time. Because mm-hmm. like, you, you forget that before Fight Club, before Brad Pitt screwed things up for everybody <laughs> by having an eight-pack on set, <laughs> all actors didn't have six-packs. Do you mean all only... men actors? No, the women too. Actresses, yeah. sorry. Sorry, I'm not PC. She actors. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you never see Marilyn Monroe's eight pack? They all had dad bods. <laughs> What's that? A dad bod? You don't know? Oh, dad bod. Sorry, yeah, I do. Yeah. No, I thought it was a, a funny acronym you were going right. to <laughs> regale me with. But no, I, I thought that was. I, I actually kind of straight away in my head went to FS for Family when I saw that. He's like the hero in that that cop show they watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did. They did some nice, nice camera work. There was there's one scene where something happens that I didn't see coming, but looking back on it, I did see it coming. <laughs> it's in the back, and I just think, what? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was just a, a, I suppose you'd call it a sleight of hand. You see something in the background, and it, it registers. You no- you notice it, but. You don't possibly imagine what's going to happen next. Oh, really? It just doesn't make sense. Um, and then they follow that with something I also didn't see coming in terms of uh, 
taking a, a tragic emotion and just shitting on it. You know? <laughs> um, right up your street, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I must say there's a pattern there, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, probably worth mentioning the performance of Anguri Rice. Is that how you say her name? Anguri Rice. She was the daughter. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling's daughter in this. Really, really strong performance. I thought she was excellent. Um, and I, I want to make mention, I don't know her name. I'll try and look it up while I'm talking. But her friend, she had a friend, uh, Janet, I think. Okay. Um, who was a very small role in this. Sorry, Jessica. Jessica was a character name. Daisy Tahan is the girl that played her. She was really good as uh, just the um, typical teenager. So Anjuri is playing a teenager who's, a, who's more or less an adult because she's had to become an adult due to her dad's lack of capability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they put her beside this other girl who was just just a teenager. And it was really good. It worked really well. It, good it made, juxtaposition. Um, yeah, it was a great juxtaposition. Thank you. Thank you for yet again expanding my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just said placed side by side. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I thought they were really good. They worked well together. Great show. Such a good show. Sounds like you guys like this. Kind of did. Yeah. Despite the 70s thing, that's not normally my Mm -hmm. cup of tea. Yeah. But I I got over that. Mm -hmm. What what were your expectations going in? How did this meet or exceed or fail to measure up? I I was kind of worried about it because it it looked awful capery. Mm. It really did. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, capers and I don't mix. But, I mean, there's a big enough cast for it to be a caper and it's dumb enough to be a caper mm. but it's good mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which kind of disqualifies mm. disqualifies it from being a caper capers pizza <laughs> yeah um so okay so do you want to mark it then um yeah i i didn't like it as much as a lot of reviewers i know it's it's getting ridiculous marks on metacritic mm-hmm. and rotten tomatoes or whatever mm-hmm. like Nine out of ten and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a solid seven. All right. Okay. I enjoyed it. All right. Mark. Yeah, I think that's fair, Mike. I think a, t- a seven is where this sits for me. It's coming in at seven point nine on IMDb, um, and as you said, on Metacritic, it's doing a lot higher. But I, I think uh, like it's a really good film. I think everybody would enjoy oh, watching yeah, cool. it. You don't need to see it in the cinema. Is one thing I would say though. Right. I don't think I mean, maybe you can you disagree, Mike, but I don't think you'd lose very much. Yeah, it's, it's well. I, Something like Warcraft, you got to see on the fifty foot. But this, yeah, yeah there's, there's much more talking involved. So. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Not wow scenes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay. The first for TV was a uh, clever man. Um, clever man is set in Sydney in the near future. Could be six months from now. Is that near Cairo? Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Um, where whites and Aborigines uh, sort of uneasily g- coexist, and then they discover mm-hmm. a new ancient race, a new ancient race, mm-hmm. um, which they refer to as Harrys or subhumans, and they all look like they're extras in Teen Wolf. <laughs> <That's> um, <true. laughs> um, and so uh, they possess superior strength and speed, and pretty much uh, are better. Um, and but they seem to have the same sensibilities, which is kind of odd. Mm-hmm. But they are restricted to the zone, which is a heavily policed and surveilled mm-hmm. district no. of Sydney. So it's uh, an interesting choice by an Australian mm-hmm. uh, TV show of of subject matter, let's say, yeah. considering their 
there's sort of uh rule set let's say on immigrants mm-hmm. and uh aborigines in the past actually mm-hmm. you know wow. so or aboriginals yeah um so mm-hmm. um is, is it more of a social commentary i think it might be but it's going down a storm uh uh-huh. down under so um i i watched this and i thought why haven't they done this before mm. like there's so much myth mm. in involved in in the Abor- Aboriginal culture. Oh, I should mention that a clever man is, uh, uh, he's sort of the guy who's the, the, the conduit between the spirit world mm-hmm. and the real world. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's it's just asking to be, you know, explored. Mm. And I, I think because they're so afraid of being a wasted mm. or whatever that they won't mm. touch it with a barge pole. Mm. But uh, I thought it was a great idea. Just, you know, take it and run with it. Mm. Um, they didn't do a great job of explaining. Uh, the the Harrys. No, no, I agree with you. You know, they said uh, they said they've been there for eighty thousand years. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck were they? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they could have given us a two yeah. minute catch up just to say how, how this came about. Yeah, um, well, th- there was a lot of explaining in it, wasn't there? In, in a lot of setup in the first one, but uh, well, explaining of the wrong stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. It's true. Yeah, um, but the dialogue was a little bit iffy in places. And I mm. didn't think it was as strong as it could have been, but mm. it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I don't know. I think I liked it more than you did. Mm. Yeah, Shona? Um, I thought it was... I mean, my overall impression is I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Mike that some of the explaining things... Like, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching the episode. There was mm-hmm. a good job of uh, building tension. Mm. By the end of the episode, I was curious about a number of things, and I'd like to see more for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, spoiler alert, it's a f- thriller for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was confused about some of the specifics about, you know, who the clever man is, Mm-hmm. And what's happening, what skills they have, Healing what powers. their job mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Uh, where these oh, yeah. Harrys mm-hmm. come from. Because mm-hmm. they're explained at the beginning of the episode, there's kind of like a Star Wars-esque uh, explanation, but mm-hmm. it's very short. And it just says that... Um, In a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> 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 they just say yeah. that, um, basically, that the history of the yeah. Australian people, or of the Aboriginal Australian people... Is uh, called the Dreamers. Is Dream it? Dream time. Dream time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that the clever man is the conduit between this spiritual world and the current one. So you're kind of there's not a whole lot of detail. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you, Mike, that they don't always explain the right mm-hmm. things. But I think they mm-hmm. they succeed in their overall task of kind of I think drawing you into their world and making mm-hmm. you curious about what's going to happen to to various characters um, from the development that we see in the episode. Um, so I thought there was tension. There is, there's one character, Cohen in particular, who, um, who... He's got some kind of backstory, doesn't he? I think he might, and I think he has a future story, if you will. (laughs) Um, so we, we see him kind of go through some stuff in this episode, um, but like, man, I don't like him. I don't mm-hmm. like him at all. And yeah. he's really painted in this episode mm-hmm. in a very negative light. But by the end of the episode, you're wondering what's in his future because there's something has happened to him. And you start wondering, um, is his outlook going to change? Is Are his actions going to change? Because he does some stuff in this episode that you're just like, man, that is abhorrent behavior. <laughs> there is nothing redeeming in him. Um, so I thought that there was um, a twist in the episode that was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Mm. 
So there's there's several stories in this. There's there's like his story. There's there's a, a family of Harrys who are trying to get out of the zone <coughs> yeah. as well. Um, um, there's his uh, brother. His brother. The zone policeman. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what his role is, but he seems to be like he interacts between the people in the zone and the yeah. people outside the zone. Mm-hmm. He seems to travel freely. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's their uncle. The uncle guy. The, he's the clever Crazy man, here. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. The original clever man. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a good and few. And uh, media and poli- politicians. Oh and yeah. And that that side of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not allowed to comment on uh, operational. Yeah. So you know, that kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I thought they they got a good balance of introducing all those people. Yeah. Like a lot of times when you have that many characters yeah it's a mess mm. and you're like yeah. is that again yeah yeah but i thought they gave just enough time and and enough balance in their exposition that like okay i don't know who that person is i kind of know yeah you know what they're aiming at um so i thought they set up the pieces really well in that in that regard um i just wish they'd have explained the rules <laughs> yes <laughs> right, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe it explaining yeah. the rules let, yeah. let me know what the tensions are exactly mm-hmm. here yeah. and what like mm-hmm. I thought maybe the Harrys were secretive, but then they don't mm-hmm. seem like they're secretive. And then I thought, well, mm-hmm. maybe because I mean, their their nickname is subhumans. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's yeah. pretty yeah. explicit in terms of where they stand yeah. in society. Yeah. But then it seems like there are people who are kind of like upstanding citizens who mm-hmm. are Harrys. Yeah. So I don't understand, and they don't seem secretively to be Harrys. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what the rules are. I think that's yeah. a good way to put it. <laughs> I I would hope later in the series they explain it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also have Ian Glenn in this. If we, those who watch Game of Thrones mm-hmm. would have spotted him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, Sir Jorah. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Frances O'Connor, uh, who was in what was it The Hunter, wasn't it? With uh, what's his name? Uh, Wolverine. All right. What's his name? Jesus. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will you watch more? I will. You yeah, will. I will. Yeah. You know what? Uh, it's uh, well done. I know I, 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 I probably didn't like it as much as the both of you, but I think I'll watch more as yeah. well, yeah. It was, it was kind of, I don't know, I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, you know. Yeah. I think it was yeah. made well. I mean, we see, um, you know, when you do some reading up on it, it premiered at Sundance, I think. Yeah. And you can see that there's a bit more to this TV show. It's not kind of, you know, you run of the mill, mm. throw something together, put it on TV, mm-hmm. you know, film a morbidly obese person dancing in a dance studio mm-hmm. until they faint type mm. of TV show. There's, mm. you know, mm. um, interesting tensions. I think there's real world uh, parallels that you could make that they've, that they're drawing on um, that I think paints an interesting portrait. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's okay. definitely. Yeah. One thing I did notice about the uh, cinematography is that it's shot like an American show. Yeah. Um, whereas if you look at the, the likes of, uh, neighbors or yeah. summer bay or whatever yeah. they have uh they have a very particular look and feel about it yeah it's, it's not like say coronation you see and you go oh it's australia yeah yeah, yeah, know, yeah straight yeah, away yeah, it's australia yeah, yeah. whereas really? this is yeah. like at a the american soft focus yeah thing yeah um so they, they've obviously designed this for export mm, mm. yeah i'd say so yeah yeah mm. yeah i'm curious to know what an australian 
Watch Neighbours. Watch an episode. Yeah, I really it's don't. always sunny. No, no I have <laughs> certain soap operas. I hate soap operas. Yeah, you don't have to watch it all. Just watch 10 minutes of I don't want to watch 10 minutes of a soap opera. Yeah. Oh, what, was the, what was the name Just of the one? Just tell me. We used to watch, uh, you know, the Oh, comedian. Kath and Kim. Oh, Kath and Kim is another one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. seen Kath and Kim. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the one where your man dresses up as like a schoolgirl. Oh, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a classic. Uh, good old what's his Mir- name? Miriam. <laughs> what? Ah. Good old what's his name, yeah. yeah. So anyway, clever yeah. man. Three thrillers. Yeah. There you go. Um, last word TV was uh, Julian Fellows presents uh, Doctor Thorn. Julian's an interesting fellow. <laughs> he uh, yeah. So this is Doctor Thorn. He wants to tell us about Doctor Thorn. Does Mark want to tell us since he put him in history on the list? Well, see, I wouldn't have known it was a miniseries because <laughs> I never watched it. Right. <laughs> So sorry about that, gang. Homework, who, dude. Who actually watched this? <laughs> so hang on. We you, did. A fucked us you over and B and didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the perfect crime to me. <laughs> <laughs> I get away clean. Yeah, um, yeah uh, this is uh, Julian Fellows. Uh, is he the, the Downton Abbey dude? I believe so, yeah. yes. So he has another uh, novel. Oh, or so that two? Is, that's why his name is in the mm-hmm. title of the TV show. It's because he's meant so to draw awesome. on the audience. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also a period drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it is essentially about a family who are running out of money. They, they're very, very uh, English, let's say. Mm-hmm. Very, very wealthy looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the airs and graces. Louis the Fourteenth stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Not she quite. can't afford a bonnet. A yeah, bonnet, yeah. yeah. Uncle, and if I had a bonnet, yeah. <laughs> of course I love bonnets. Um, so <laughs> the way to the garden party. <laughs> so um, yeah, so uh, at the very very start, and it's also in the trailer, so I can tell us about it. Um, it is about a guy who's walking home from the pub, and he's accosted by. Uh, Lovejoy, Ian mm. McShane, yeah. uh, who tells him, you've been inappropriate with my sister. And he pushes him, and the man falls down and hits his head and mm. dies. And it turns out that that sister was pregnant. Mm. Yeah. So she has a child, and that child is then adopted by the dead man's brother. You with me? Yep. Okay, good. So, in the meantime, Ian McShane makes a shitload of money. Mm. Due to the railways, he's the pushy downy guy. Mm-hmm. I saw this show, but I I never get names right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he did ten years for manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he then uh, did very well in the railways. So that that sort of he comes into it later on, and his wealth mm-hmm. comes into it, and there's a bit of a web of uh, intrigue, let's say. But there's also some great conversation in it. I, I was actually laughing because he, uh, at at some stages, because about ten minutes in. I was just thinking, geez, they've hit every trope already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of people who just sort of, you know, it's a real sort of, you know, like Eddie Izzard would be taking the mick out of this kind of stuff. You know, a man would walk in and go, hello. And there'd be a guy there just standing in the room going, hello. What are you doing? <laughs> Sebastian, I'm sorting matches. <laughs> oh, and then he'd walk out of the room again. You know, it's just kind of, you know, this kind of conversation, you know. Or there's a lot of people come in and say something, and then they'd go again. And it was just to add to the story to cover a few chapters in the novel. Because yeah. this is only like a three-parter, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and th- there's also lines that cover several chapters as well. And you'd sort of go, you didn't kind of need to say that there. But okay, yeah, we'll roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, I, I don't like these things. I don't. I don't like this kind of period drama, and it mm-hmm. drives me bananas. Yeah, but actually, it was it was entertaining. 
It's not often we agree with each other, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. You like this? I, I mean, I put my cards on the table. I fucking hate Downton Abbey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. And, right. I, and I turn this on, and the first thing I see is some kind of bullshit references to class. And I'm yeah, like, just like oh, oh dear God. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, how long? How long do I have to sit here and watch this crap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, I, I put it into overdrive. I said, I'm going to get through this. Hmm. You're so brave. I am. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are times when I put my back to the wall and it just said, bring it on. <laughs> and uh, then it actually kind of got good. Because mm. there was some, what do you call it? Nastiness happening. Oh, yeah. See, I initially thought, okay, nobody here is armed. Yeah, yeah. How can this be any fun yeah, at yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then... But they're armed with silver tongues. They are. Oh, my God. Yes. Jeez, they could cut strips off you <laughs> in seconds. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there, there's... I mean, money money is at the heart of this. Mm. Um, you know, you've, you've the conflict between heirs and graces mm. and the financial wherewithal to back it up. Mm. And, uh, you know, times are obviously changing and the, the, the common peasantry are uh, getting the new money. And uh, those with good bloodlines mm. are uh, basically wasting their inheritance. Yeah. And I I did really enjoy seeing the the private struggles um, to, to, to cope with, you know, class, class and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was really, really well done in that case, and you know the the commoners were really common. <laughs> yeah, they, they had money to burn, but they're they're still the people they were before they were rich. Yeah, and the the, the so called upper class were just you know such wankers. Yeah, <laughs> there there are a few people that really stood out in this actually for me. Mm. Um, the re, you know like Tom Hollander, he was in the Night Manager as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's her name? Uh, her name? Stephanie Martini. She was Mary Thorne. Yep. The the lady in question. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mother, Lady Arabella Gresham. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Front. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> she just barely, yeah. barely managed to keep herself inside the dress. Um, but Magnus bitches. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. But the highlight for me had to be Alison Brie, who's the American yeah. Miss Dunstable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just such a great, great part to play. Yeah. Uh, um, um, and she's gorgeous. And she, and she just yeah. she just turned everything upside down when she walked on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, like you shouldn't be talking like that. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> like the way she's dressed, you have yeah. a certain perception. Yeah. And as soon as she opened her mouth, it's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know the lady Alexandrine, Al- Alexandrina, Alexandrina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really kind of bitchy, bitchy McSnipe. Uh, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but she played it so well. Uh-huh. She was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where we, where is this shot? It looks awfully pretty. Oh yeah, well that's it, it's in the UK and they're all National Trust houses. Okay, yeah, they got all the shots. Of course, you see a load of drone footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was one point where they were walking down this really pretty village, and I was wondering where did they hide all the sky dishes <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and alarm boxes, pedestrian yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. crossings <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> a telephone line. Yeah, um, yeah, Ian McShane. That's twice I've seen that. He was in uh, Game of Thrones this week as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Not going to say anymore. But I'm just no. saying he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't say for how long. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with Game of Thrones, you just never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe you guys liked this show so much. Did you watch it? Did you I like did, it? I did, yeah, and I did not like it. Really? No. What, what did you like about it? I what? I hate soap operas. Right. I just... Me too. Yeah. Two minutes of talking, and it's like, oh, it's soap opera and period costume. It's yeah. fucking Downtown Abbey. Mm-hmm. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, downtown. I said that wrong. Um, it's just not my kind of thing with Which like... Abby? The one downtown. <laughs> All these women bitching about some other woman mm. and someone married to who and do they have mm. money? It, like, ugh, it bores me. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of bored the whole episode. I like Mr. Collins. We saw him in the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Um, the guy who played Mr. Collins. I forget his name. Mr. He's- Collins. Which character was that? He Remember? was the uncle to the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's also in that show about a preacher. What's it called? Uh, preacher. No, it's not. Shut oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> because that one thing about shorts a few weeks ago or a few years ago, you always think, I'm missing the obvious one. <laughs> so let me put you up there. Did you like Pride and Prejudice? Yes, I did. Because Is Pride that not and... also period? It is period, but it's not the period issue I have it. I have problem with. It's uh-huh. the soap opera element. Okay. Whereas Pride and Prejudice was written by fucking Jane Austen, and it's uh-huh. so much more complex than just like social, like, oh, they married. I uh-huh. don't know. I don't like uh-huh. her. It's about a woman's uh-huh. like quest for independence in a society yeah. where she's only defined by her husband. Well, this this wasn't written yesterday. This is Anthony Trollope. I still don't like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, it, it just, I don't know. It just bored me. Um, it's not my kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What about um, the Mr. Moffat character? Which you know the guy, the, the lady comes out quoting Shakespeare and he's gone, huh? Yeah. He's gone, you know, Shakespeare. The guy you know, it's from that, he's just yeah. gone, yeah, why is he talking about her eyebrows? Yeah, no, and they okay. all go, Ugh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. He's just like, yeah. what? There are some funny moments. Like, yeah. I think you're right, Alison Brie's character was <sighs> probably the best part of the episode. I'd watch a whole show just centered around her. <laughs> you know. But I find that her, like as an actor, her voice and her face is so Actress. prim. Yep. That um, <laughs> it's almost caricaturish, mm-hmm. so I, I I find it hard to take her. I don't know seriously when she's anyone other than the person that she plays in Community. I was kind of half expecting her to do uh, Kevin Spacey in House of Cards kind of thing and sort of turn around and go, you know, <laughs> kind of yeah, like, yeah, you know, nod to the camera. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did enjoy the conversation that the uh, lady character was conversations that she was having with her uncle about you know wishing she could have a bonnet but there just isn't the money for it and is there you know it's like that's the kind of struggles you know when you go to your mom and you're like mom listen i'd really like some night ten dollars for crack <laughs> <laughs> well those are my hometown struggles but i think other people talk about yes getting they new were shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah there were there were a few I won't even know if I call them saving graces. A few things that were fine about the episode, but I was just waiting for it to be over. Mm. Didn't like it at all. Mm. This is just some kind of weird inversion. Of it is, the, isn't it? The universe. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> Jesus, really? Okay, so two thrillers and a filler. Mm-hmm. That's it. Are we going to watch more of this, Mike? You know, I think I will. I think I will too. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. we're going to have a TV get, filled I'm getting, week. I'm kind of getting a period love in now between this and Versailles uh, I may I may have to go and buy do you need some Midol or um, a hot water bottle <laughs> yeah. for the period oh thanks <laughs> love no, it I'm going to get myself a morning coat Ooh. 
and I'll wear it in the morning. <laughs> okay, so next up. Wait, wait, hold on. When I'm done, Steve, are you going to fall into a fountain and then like walk across the and more and like wet clothes? <laughs> okay, morning stop jackets. It now, <laughs> next up, we've got some. You can previews. walk over. I'm not done, Steve. Coming you can walk into Orin Hill <laughs> near you. Declare your love for me if you'd like. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Just make sure you haven't been bitten by a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one we looked at was Collide. And this stars Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, Anthony Hopkins, and what's his name? Good old what's his name? (laughs) What's the, what's the other of that what's his Ben name? Kingsley. Sorry. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and the other, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, so this is about an American backpacker gets involved with a drug ring uh, or with a ring of drug smugglers mm-hmm. um, as their driver uh, because he needs to earn shitloads of money because For his girlfriend needs a uh, kidney. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've just given me a flashback. You know what I like? Action films. Do you know what I like even better? Is action films where the guy has a special set of skills that he hasn't used in a while for various reasons. Yes. <laughs> but something happens that means he's to dust them off and crack a few heads. And then he does it in fast cars, driving fastly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to save the poor the poor girl. The poor this looks great. The poor dame. Yeah. 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 She seems like she's in distress, this damsel. Mm-hmm. Felicity Jones. She yeah. does. And because she's like one of the main characters, it has the F rating, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've yet to see. We've yet to see. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to say, Mike? No, you having gone. Oh, it's gone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment is gone. Okay, <laughs> can't wait for this. It looks great. Nicholas Holt looks beautiful. He does. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he normally though? He Isn't does. That his thing. Yep. Yeah, I'm beautiful and I act. Yep. Mm. So, way to do but your what thing. A, but Nicholas what about Holt? his performance, though, Shona? You know. It looks good. He he drives a car angrily <laughs> for most of this yeah. trailer. Yes, he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was really considerate. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks like he would stop at red lights. Um, no, he doesn't. I know he doesn't. I don't have much to say about his performance. <laughs> he looks like he's a caring boyfriend when he picks up his girlfriend mm-hmm. when she starts seizing in the snow in her underwear. Oh, he, so that's nice. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because no other guy would do that. No, I, I <laughs> definitely wouldn't do that. Guy, yeah, yeah. So we're all agreed we're going to watch this, yeah? This is on the list. For yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. And like, who wouldn't want to see Nicholas Holt in kind of an action film in this type of character? It looks, it's mm-hmm. a bit of against character for him because he would play like doughy. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk type character. Yeah, awkward yeah. boy, mm-hmm. falls in love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this looks like it'll be something new for him. Mm. I'd like to see him. I think he'd be one third that, and then two thirds he'd be like across between Jason Statham and Liam Neeson. Yeah. Mm. It's a new hat to wear. Here's a bit. Yeah. There's, there's transporter elements to this, like. There is. Is Felicity Jones his daughter? Nicholas Holt's daughter. Jason Statham? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike, be quiet. So next up, we saw uh, Marauders. When a bank is hit by a brutal heist, all evidence points to the owner and his high-powered clients. But as a group of FBI agents dig deeper into the case and the deadly heist continue, it becomes clear that a larger conspiracy is at play. Thank you, IMDb, for that synopsis. You know this what I like? stars Bruce Willis. Action films. Dave <laughs> Batista. Oh, you know what I like even better? Yeah. Action films where they rob banks and have Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the first thing that hit me. I looked at this and I said, what fucking moron? 
would invade a building that had Bruce Willis in it. It's not going to end well. That's true. No, that's true. He hasn't been watching his movies at Christmas Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Big time. Idiots. Mm. (laughs) It does look good, though. Oh, yeah. Looks all right. The word Marauders is not a word I ever use or think of except for in the context of Harry Potter and the Marauders map. So I am going to have that uh, relationship every time I see this film title. We need to give you a reading list of orc orc literature. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Is Marauders on that? Oh, yeah. It's very much so. Okay. So Marauders and Harry Potter are quite the contrast when you place them side by side. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They are. (laughs) Oh. Bruce Willis looks good in a suit. Like normally he's in a vest and stuff. Or in a shirt you know, with a, no, a no tie. You know. watch Die Hard so often. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he is. Yeah, he's always in a blood-stained uh, t-shirt or yeah. vest. With, with no fucking shoes. No shoes on. His feet are always leaking all over. Yeah. The I mean, who walks on that carpet and everything? Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we looked at uh, Vigilante Diaries. Or Vigilante. Uh, and this is, looks like a polish shite. But anyway, it's um, it's, a, it's a high-octane action adventure filmed during 90s movie heroes. Explosion action, international espionage, women in bikinis, more explosions, fast cars, and big kissing. over-testosterone dudes. Oh, there's uh, some prostitutes and uh, lesbian scenes. Yeah. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mark, what, you know what, what like kind of movies do you like Action again? films. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like even better? Action films... With HLA. <laughs> so it has a strong prominence in social media. Michael Madsen is in this. Quentin Rampage Jackson is in this as well. New career for him. Um, and then there's a lot of people that used to be models, it looks like. Yeah. Wow. I was quite excited about the Nicholas Holt movie until I saw this trailer. Oh, God. You really? didn't think this was good, did you? This is the best good. movie of the fucking year. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely going to be up there. This looks like absolute horseshit. Yeah, I'm with you You're on this. It's, it's, it's got way. cars. It's got shooting. Yeah. Uh, hold, on, just, hold on. Hold on. There's six or eight lesbians kissing on a bed at one stage, oh. right? The odds are very strong they'll have a conversation with something that's not a man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not going to be named characters, Mark. <laughs> Lesbian one is a name. <laughs> <laughs> I know her, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know, one of them's obviously called Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, <laughs> Misty, Andy. No, that's a dear. <laughs> no, I met a bad yeah. once. And <laughs> I, there, there was some chick fights in there too. <laughs> chick fights. Yeah. The cast list is going to read like oh a delicious <laughs> list of options. It'd be like girl one on top, girl two on bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, please. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry, yeah. I, I just have to go and get a sick bag for Shona. <laughs> Shona, we're definitely doing the cinema for this one. Come on, we we have to for the laugh. Because it's so... Are you, you, you going to buy hilarious. me my popcorn? <laughs> no, Michael. I'll buy you a pair of t-shirt, though. What? I'll buy you a pair of t-shirt. <laughs> we're in. Uh, let me just look down to the <laughs> cast list, see if you're right here. <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's didn't a guy you... called, he's a high roller. All right. Sorry, go on. Didn't you just miss us while you were away? Do you know why I didn't, strangely? <laughs> she didn't miss us Didn't think about all. you once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amber, Chrissy. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. They're named characters. characters. Yeah. Past the Bechtel. Swan. Yeah. 
Well, we don't know if they talk to each other yet about Jade, not a man. Red, Raven. Well, they do. They're going to say things like, I like your boobs. And they go, oh, I like your boobs. <laughs> this is the best day. Let's touch each other. <laughs> I think that's long enough to pass the Bechdel test, right? <laughs> 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 Unless they refer to them as the boys, you know. <laughs> I can I can see Shona mentally composing angry tweets. <laughs> I, I think I'm she's saying nothing. I think she's actually getting ready to drive up to Donegal and stab you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we finish up, I just like to uh, say a big shout out to all the CrossFitters and vegans who listened last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was fairly cool. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some good feedback there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need to listen to that episode in full now. Yeah. Well, so not if you're a CrossFitter or a vegan. Oh, Jesus, if you're both, don't. You know, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, so uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for listening again. And from Mark, Mike, Shona and Steve, stay classy. Or don't. I don't care. Yeah. Or don't. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs>